you still have a small window to mention Dear Arisa, oh. Nick. See, I was trying. Please, See, you guys brought up a Hanzo noodle skin, and you don't know how hard <laughs> I bit my lip to not say anything about if you guys get a Hanzo noodle, I want my Dear Arisa. Welcome to the Omnic Weekly, the Overwatch podcast that can't wall ride with the flag anymore. Damn it. This is episode 6, I'm D, and this week I'm joined by Sugar Pixie. Hello! Welcome back. Yeah, she's back ever since the first po podcast that has been so long. Wait, yeah, five weeks ago. <laughs> and we're joined by Chess Hatter. Hello! That's a name to, to twist your tongue on. Chess Hatter. Welcome, Chess just, Hatter. Thank you, but just chess is okay. Okay, I'll keep it on chess, <laughs> easier for me. And uh, the other legend is back too. Nick, welcome back. What's up, everybody? Hey, how are you guys doing? Good. Feeling yeah. all... I'm pretty, pretty good. Feeling all weekend? Yes, so ready, yeah. ready for the weekend. Okay, so let's then kick it off with the news of the week. Time to get my hands dirty. This week. Did something happened this week. Yeah, a lot has happened this week. Well, actually, this we uh, happened the week before. Um, it slipped under my radar a little bit, but Blizzard did an earnings call, um, and they shared the results of 2017, and they were impressive to say the least. We know that Blizzard Activision is a big company and that they're doing really well. But the numbers are really crazy. So Activision Blizzard on a whole, so that's King, the mobile uh, publisher, Activision and Blizzard, had over 385 monthly active users. Ooh, that's insane. That's yeah. Well, the bigger part of those, 290 million were for King. So mobile is going strong. <laughs> um, yes. And the, the, the craziest thing is that they went down one percent quarter over quarter and it's still such an insane number activision took five uh, 55 million rather uh, monthly active years um especially with call of duty of course being released uh, destiny 2 and crash bandicoot and blizzard our lovely blizzard friends uh they ended up with 40 million which is crazy for a company that actually uh, didn't release a new game in 2017. The bigger part of those 40 million people were driven by Overwatch and Hearthstone. So Overwatch is doing good. Yeah. Of course they were. Uh, something else. Overwatch is always doing good. And Hearthstone is doing great too. Uh, something else they uh, they shared mm. on that uh, uh, call was, of course, the start of uh, the Overwatch League. Um, they had for those that first week you knew they had crazy numbers on Twitch. They reached the peak of 280,000 users, or even more, 360. But they had 10 million unique viewers in one week across the world. That's insane. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. But a good a crazy. positive kind of crazy. Which uh, is good, which is good. Let's yeah, hope so. Well, we've right? seen a drop off in the weeks that came after that, but I guess <laughs> that's normal. Everybody had to see what it was and still a lot of people stick around 
uh, they reached peaks of uh, 280,000 a minute. I don't think my broadband can pull that, so <laughs> we'll never do that. Um, and the last thing they shared uh, is that they just had an amazing year, Blizzard on its own, uh, without having any new games. Uh, well, Activision, of course, had Call of Duty and Destiny. So things are looking good for uh, the publisher over of Overwatch. And you can only expect more of those guys. Um, what I like especially about the, the announced and the, the, the numbers that they gave, it's clear that the model that they have been using, where they started turning their IPs into, well, let's call them milking cows, uh, products that always bring in money because for publishers <laughs> like them, it's really important to keep uh, the cash flowing to reinvest it in new games. The only game that is struggling kind of is Diablo, I guess. With the closure of all that auction house but i guess it's a bright future ahead for our beloved overwatch uh, another thing that happened this week was out of the blue just before we were going to do our crew stream and we were all prepping getting ready getting hyped the yep. drop developer update it's like oh dear all hands on deck we've got news people dropping the jeff kaplan like a bomb <laughs> I, I threw my sandwich against the wall in frustration. Like, guys, I'm trying to eat my sandwich. Stop posting news while I'm eating. No rest for the wicked. I guess yep. not. So, Sugar Pixie, you delved, of that, you dived into the the, the developer they share. Your yeah. Findings. So the developer update was mostly talking about the upcoming PTR changes. Um, uh, Jeff mentioned that there's a couple of heroes that the um, Overwatch team has got in its sights to quote a certain old guy with a gun from Overwatch. <laughs> um, the heroes he talked about were Sombra, May, Doomfist, and Hanzo in particular. Those are the four heroes that we can expect changes for in the very near future. I'm going to start with the two or three of them, I think, even that are already um, changed and on the PTR for testing. First of all, we have mm -hmm. Sombra, our beloved hacker lady. Um, a while back, they accidentally let a patch go hit live that wasn't supposed to hit live yet, where we already got a short sneak peek into what the developer team is thinking of doing with Sombra. And now she's officially on the PTR in this new form. So they've done a few things to rebalance her and give her hack and her damage done, a more primary role in her old generation. Because right now, the dev team feels that the way she gains her ult charge, which is from hacking health packs and then letting teammates pick up those health packs to give her ult charge, it feels weird and doesn't really work, um, mm -hmm. in their opinion, with like a, <laughs> an offensive, hacky, you know, disrupting sort of character, the character that they envisioned Sombra to be. So what they did, um, first of all, um, they changed the ult charge to no longer be gained from hacked health packs. Instead, they're shifting her ult generation focus to actively hacking enemies and doing damage. So when you're shooting enemies, you're going to gain more ult charge than you did before. And to help her do that more efficiently, because Sombra's pretty, you know, squishy, uh, she has to be able to <laughs> hack to sort of counter the enemy's counterattack, I guess, mm -hmm. and like make them vulnerable. What they're doing, um, Hack will have a shorter cast time. So when she does the animation of, you know, pressing the purple glowy buttons, 
It'll take less time for her to actually hack an enemy. So there's a shorter period of time when the enemy can damage her and interrupt the hack. That's one. And it will disable more abilities. Now, they're still experimenting with this. It's not final which abilities will and will not be affected. But a couple of abilities or passives that are currently not hackable but will be or are on the PTR are Genji's double jump, for example. So no more trying to hack a Genji and the Genji just sort of goes whoop, whoop, yeah, yeah. whoop, trying to catch me. No, no. That, that's not going to be possible anymore. Um, Hanzo's, Gravity is going to work on you. Hanzo's wall climb will, will no longer work when Hanzo gets hacked by a Sombra. So no more Hanzo climbing up the wall, jumping off again, climbing again. Look, I'm a spider. Wow, that's not, not going to happen anymore. <laughs> uh, Mercy's angelic descent won't work. So uh, she, when Soma hacks a Mercy, uh, she's already uh, unable to res a person, and she can't fly to a Fera in the air or whatever with her guardian angel. But in addition, she won't be able to slow fall anymore, like she does. Splat. Now. So if she's in the air and Sombra hacks <laughs> or EMPs, she'll fall down like a rock or like a brick. Just fall damage. Yeah. Mercy Kate. <laughs> And another ability <laughs> that Jeff mentioned was Farah's jetpack, her rocket pack. So when she's hacked, she'll no longer be able to use her passive rockets to like go up in the air a little or land on a ledge or whatever. Or whatever. It'll be the same thing as Mercy. Just a Farah crater, sort of. And to top it all <laughs> off, because apparently this isn't enough yet, her translocator will get an even longer duration. Now, they've already tweaked yeah. translocator in the past, but now they're going for... An even longer duration, so Sombra players have a longer time to set up and execute their plans. Because right now they feel when Sombra puts down a tense locator on a hacked mm -hmm. help pack or whatever, she stealths, she goes into the enemy team, she starts hacking someone. But by the time she's done with like hacking and ready to engage and do what she like intended to do, the tense locator has run out, and they feel that the period of time or the window that she has to like actually do something to the enemy team before she has to retreat is too short. So they're making the translocator a bit more... Well, it's just going to last longer, so you'll have more time to execute your sneaky, sneaky plans of hackery goodness, and then you can yeah. go back to your help pack or safe spot. I think that's a huge step forward, because I've, that's the reason I don't like playing Sombra is... Those I'm more looking at my I'm looking at my timers and really more focused on oh crap I have to teleport back out because I'm going to die here the moment someone sees me he's going to raise his hand and just slap me on the top of my head and I'm dead. <laughs> well, you have. It's always nice if you're like trying to hack a Reinhardt and he's like nope yeah. gonna charge into you well bye Sombra yeah. it was nice. Yeah. Can, you, yeah. can you check the head of my hammer? Clats and you're dead. And she's really <laughs> yeah. squishy indeed. But I like the way they're pushing her into a more active... Well, we knew that with the, the rise of the barriers when Winston had his barrier, Orisa came into the game <laughs> that they had to counter it with her, some nice hacking. And they might have slightly overdone it and now are trying to turn her back into something that's... Over, someone, rather, that can be a really... play an active role in the game. So I like it. I really like it. Right, so the next hero, May. Yeah, the next one's May, our Bay, Lady May. Um, the demon. The demon, the anti. <laughs> she's had, she's been called a lot of things. The demon, the antichrist, the bane of our existence. May. 
Um, Jeff mentions in his video that May, in their opinion, is not far, far off from being really well balanced, like that she's close to that perfect balance that the dev team like intend every hero to be mm -hmm. at. Um, but she needs a little help. So what they've done, uh, first of all, her primary fire, which is the freeze effect, it will have a longer duration. So it'll give May a larger window to freeze enemies completely and take them out or sort of control the flow of a team fight. Um, now, how this works, because I've seen a lot of people being really confused about what this change means. Um, and I found a streamer who proclaims himself the number one May in the world. He... Oh, practically only plays May, um, and he explains it really well. Basically, um, when you're being chased down by a May, and I'm sure everyone has been in this situation, you're like trying to sneak around the enemy team, and suddenly there's May just staring at you and going, hi, <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> and then, she's, then she starts spraying you with her frost gun. Basically what happens, as soon as the spray hits you, your character sort of turns bluish and starts, you know, clattering their teeth, and they get slowed instantly. <laughs> And that slow is what they're buffing. So right now, if May starts shooting you with her icy spray of doom, um, you'll get slowed. And if she continues to hit you, eventually you'll get frozen. Right now, if she starts freezing you and you gain the slow effect, so you're, you're clattering your teeth, you're like, no, 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 don't freeze me, no. And May gets knocked away by a passing Reinhardt or whatever. That slow effect will <laughs> last for one second before you're Good able God. to move normally again. Now, what they're doing is they're extending that effect to one and a half seconds, which sounds yeah. really minor, but Jeff and the dev team seem to think that that may give May the edge to finish like an encounter off a little bit faster. Because right now it happens, you're starting to freeze a Genji, the Genji dashes away, you can't get back in range quickly enough to start freezing him again, so his slow is cancelled and you can't reach him anymore. That's sort of what they're trying to fix here. And besides that, her icicles, so her secondary fire, the, the snipey shots, uh, they will use up less ammo. I believe instead of 25 ammo per shot, it'll only consume 20. So she'll, she'll be able to get off more secondary shots before she has to reload again and be vulnerable. Because if you're May, the only thing you can do when you're reloading and you're in danger is ice block. And if you don't have that available, well, <laughs> you're basically a sitting duck. Because while she's in a reloading anima animation, there's not much you can do. So that's what they're changing. So basically, when you're, you're freezing an enemy, you'll still have enough ammo left normally to like icicle Good them in the God. face once or twice. I like that. I like that they're giving her more like that she can shoot longer before she has to reload. But I think I'm going to speak for a lot of people if we say that the freeze doesn't need buffing because I get frozen so easily whenever I'm fighting a May. Uh, May, um, like... May in general definitely needs a little help. Not much. So I think yeah. that the dev team's pretty right in, in, in like that aspect. Mm -hmm. I think she just needs a little, a little bump because right now May, yeah. she's not in a terrible spot, but she's not ready to compete with like yes. the must picks yet and i think this yeah. may give her yeah. like sure. the edge she needs to be more mm -hmm. of a i don't know um you know not more maybe not a must yeah. pick but a decent pick in more situations yeah. Not yeah. situational yeah 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 she's really situational but, now but um yeah. i agree with with, with chess that that second change is okay, but that first one, the turning her from a demon to the Antichrist, basically, 
So I do this little If tweet. hell froze over, she would rule. Oh, I like the way you chose hell froze over. Nice. <laughs> nice. Thank you. Yeah, but it really worries me because those seem like small things, but in the end, uh, I think they might have big repercussions. But Yeah, I know half a second doesn't seem long, but I think that, that one second slow can already make a huge difference in I'm going to be an icicle forever or... Yeah, but to I be have fair, just like the, the, the slower fight. characters like Reinhardt or Zarya or whatever, like barriers mm -hmm. and bubbles aside, uh, she can already freeze them reliably now. It's it's purely for the more mobile mm -hmm. heroes. Like everyone's mm -hmm. played a May at some point where they encounter a Genji or a Tracer and you're like, yes, I finally got him. <laughs> and then they dash or blink away and you're like, I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> so that's sort of they're sort yeah, of trying true, to give her true, the edge true. versus like the really mobile heroes and mm -hmm. I think that's a like step in the right direction just anybody who's watching the crew stream if I'm in it and there's a May expect lots of cursing and screaming yes and screaming and oh no get away from me you demon <laughs> now you can complete the knee-how combo yes the knee-how combo that's my favorite thing to do. Just freeze, say hi, and shoot him in the head. Yeah, I love yes, playing that May. One, that one. This that is my favorite thing to do. In I the have game to admit, I've May. done it as well. Or you know, freeze them, shoot them in the head, and then go sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> it's funny because when you, uh, the only time I enjoy playing May is when I get to do that, and now that I get a half second more to do it oh it's gonna be even more fun to play oh she's <laughs> going to be so hated yep now when away. i see genjis i don't have to fear no no more I can chasing just switch genjis. off McCree. you can just switch to may yeah <laughs> i was switch just going to, to see <laughs> just only switch when you to play may. <laughs> i can just nihao combo yeah <laughs> right something to look forward to yeah, and as mm -hmm. always, the dev team repeats the same thing here in the developer update video where Jeff says it. Um, this is still on the PTR. This isn't testing. Uh, he encourages everyone to try it out and see that it isn't as bad as they think it is or or to like encourage people to test it and to see that it's actually like a decent change or tell them what they think. So yeah. if you like want to have a say or want to experience it, head to the PTR. And continued. next one, yeah, we've got two more. We've got our favorite fist, the fist of fists, the man, the legend. Thank you, thank you. Ah, okay, you were not talking about me. <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> well, someone clearly saw Face it. reveal coming <laughs> soon. Hate Mark logo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, next one, next one's up is uh, next one up's Doom Fist. Uh, this is a small change. Uh, earlier, they already changed the shots that he can like shoot from his fist. Uh, instead of a big, uh, massively damaging shot, they changed it to be like a more fragmented shot with multiple fragments that each deal like lower damage but combined roughly equal. Um, in addition, what they're doing now as well is uh, they're changing the hand cannon to recover ammo much faster. So the knuckle shots, you know, the four thingies that you see with the four shots you have on on the fist. Mm -hmm. Uh, those will recharge m uh, much faster, so you'll be able to use your knuckle shots more often. That's basically it for Doomfist. Yeah, that's of course what you so want. So they balanced out his knuckle shots a little bit, and now they're uh, changing it so they recharge a bit faster, so he can get a couple more shots off in the long run. 
I think this is gonna make Doomfist just that much better. It's gonna it's become less of a niche pick and more kind of maybe not yeah, must yeah. need, but like he can be viable and more than just yeah. like certain places, especially because now he'll get ammo faster and it's definitely and the shots a lot more reliable the patterns a lot different yeah yeah it's more consistent it'll be much more um he'll be much less of a sitting duck now because now when you like use your fist charge into someone you jump or you try your combo and if you miss or whatever and you've used all your shot uh, you've used all your shots you're basically just sitting there like Okay, um, help. <laughs> I need healing. So I think that the shots will definitely help to give him that edge to take out an enemy, even if he does, like, screw up or doesn't execute his uh, combo flawlessly. So we'll have to see how that works yeah. out. There's nothing as awkward as seeing a Doomfist jump in, slamming to the ground, throwing someone in the air, shooting, and then going, oh, crap, I have nothing to do, and run away. Bye, guys. Yeah, run Bye. away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So we'll see how that turns out. And then finally, we have the man that everyone loves to hate or hates to love or the combination of both. You know, take your pick. It's our <laughs> Lord and Savior, <laughs> leader of the church, <laughs> our Lord and Savior, Hanzo. Um, Hanzo has been a hot topic uh, on the forums lately. Uh, game developer Joff uh, Goodman had it to the forums, I think, last week or so. To yeah, discuss Scatter Arrow, because Scatter Arrow has been a very problematic ability. Some people love it, some people hate it, but everyone agrees that, or most people agree, that the thing where you just shoot feet out in the open and you one-shot, well, even the more squishy tanks is just very unfun and not like the Hanzo fantasy mm -hmm. that the dev team is aiming for, and the devs seem to agree. And as Joff uh, 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 Goodman mentioned their thinking of changing Scatter Arrow. They've experimented with a load of different things, going from uh, changing the damage on Scatter Arrow. Uh, they've also tried changing the scattering pattern, so the scatters bounce less often or whatever. But all in all, they conclude that it just feels like too big of a nerf to Hanzo, because while the Scatter Arrow is kind of just not working out, uh, Hanzo in general isn't considered overpowered it's just the scatter arrow that they consider problematic because other than that hanzo isn't really a must pick especially at the really high tier of play so uh, another thing they experimented with is a different ability replacing scatter arrow with something else they've tried a piercing arrow so a really fast shooting arrow that can go through barriers which was really fun to play with apparently but also super awkward because for example i think jeff mentions this in a video you're a Zenyatta. You're used to like staying behind the Reinhardt barrier or whatever, because you know it's your safe spot <laughs> and it's nice and comfy, and you've got the big bulky German guy to protect you. But yeah, with the piercing arrow that can go through shields, if you have a Hanzo that has decent aim, he can just shoot you in the head with a massively damaging piercing arrow right to a Reinhardt barrier. That just yeah, that sounds very unfun, and yep. that's not working out like you know. Yeah. It's just a very unfun to be yeah, uh, to like, like yeah. be on the receiving end of that. So yeah. that plan was uh, put in the fridge as well. And the direction direction the team's thinking of going now is a completely new ability. Um, the current idea that is the most popular there uh, is an activated ability that will drastically increase the rate of fire uh, for Hanzo. 
So the let them fire arrows in very rapid succession for the duration. So for example, you hit E or R. I think they were talking about uh, using the reload key for Hanzo, because Hanzo doesn't reload anyway, because he has infinite arrows. That if you hit that, then for example, they've not mentioned the duration, but this is just my you know hypothesis. For example, you have five seconds where he, where he can shoot arrows at double the rate of fire or whatever, and then he'll go back to normal. Just to sort of make him a little, I don't know, arrow turret sort of thing. Yeah. Um, I think that's a rather interesting idea. Yeah. And in addition to that, um, they're also thinking of giving Hanzo an escape ability, which will be a horizontal leap that you use in the direction uh, that you're facing. And this is intended as more of an escape ability than an offensive ability. So, you know, when Hanzo gets jumped by a Winston or a Diva or whatever, he has, you know, if he turns around and leaps or jumps forward, he can, like, you know, distance himself from the enemy. And then maybe... A bit like the hunters do in Warcraft. Yeah, like disengage that the hunter does sort of the same thing. So that's what they're... uh, thinking of doing and they're uh, probably going to replace scatter arrows so scatter arrow will probably the scatter arrow button will probably turn into uh, this rate of fire uh, ability or whatever they decide on going with in the end and I think the reload key is going to be the leap that's the plan for now Um, this hasn't hit the PTR just yet because they're not entirely happy with it yet, they're still sort of experimenting but we can expect to see the Hanzo changes on the PTR very soon. This won't be for like months in the future. This will be very quickly after the May Doomfist and Sombra changes. Praise Hanzo. Praise Hanzo. <laughs> Even <Yeah>. more, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm really looking forward to these changes, especially the leap. Must be, will be an, uh, a nice skill to have. Like leap away, climb uh, over a wall and go, bye suckers. Shoot an arrow in the sky <laughs> and do a little dance. <laughs> I think if they do, I'm, I'm going to call it the rapid fire arrow thing is also quite interesting because, well, snipers, you're not really fast at shooting something. So I think it might be like you leap away, you turn around and you just use your rapid arrow on the Winston that is still following you and he immediately immediately yeah. drops down. And right now we can, he can like shoot qu- more quickly, but he has to like not pull his arrow all the way so you can shoot really fast yeah, but it, the arrows will hit like a wet noodle so it's sort of you know no. <laughs> not really worth it's it it's basically more of an indication oh look there's a hanzo there let's kill him yeah and the sort of like archer that can shoot arrows really fast or like really you know rapidly sort of suits the whole super crazy ninja archer fantasy yeah, mm-hmm. yeah i think we found a name for the new ability wet noodle Wet noodle. <laughs> I'm voting for that. That's, that's just an image. Yeah, maybe it'll be like a skin for Chinese New Year next year. Noodle Hanzo. Yes, please. Noodle Monster Hanzo. Yes, right. But yeah, that's all for Hanzo. So again, this hasn't hit the PTR just yet, but this will happen very soon. This is the next change on the list. Big change on the list after May, Doomfist and Sombra. So stay tuned for that. 
And then finally, we have two more heroes that have been discussed a lot on the forums and loads of people are worried about the state they're in currently. And while they don't have any concrete plans to announce yet, uh, the dev team does want everyone to know that they're looking at Symmetra and Torbjörn, uh, our two favorite turret heroes. Um, and they have proved to be in a really problematic problematic spot now because well they're countered too easily and they don't really seem to fit into the meta all that well these days so they're not ready for any like concrete ptr builds or changes or whatever but they just want to let everyone know that they hear your words that they hear your concerns and that they're looking into changes that will make those two heroes more viable and will put them in a better position uh, for Symmetra, they agree that a more drastic change might be needed, that they won't fix it with a couple of tweaks, because just the toolkit and the abilities of Symmetra just don't mesh well with the current meta or the state the game is in. So we might see mm. like a second revamp after the first one that happened mm -hmm, last mm -hmm, year, indeed. I guess. Or two years ago, maybe mm. even. Time flies. And for Torbjorn, we don't really have any idea. Though there's a very hot meme going around on the internet yeah. <laughs> where people... Torbjorn wall yes, climb! Yes, people want Torbjorn <laughs> to wall climb. Now, I, I, can't, I can't say if this is going to happen, but interesting times all around. So yeah, Hanzo, Symmetra, and Torbjorn, they're being looked at, and you'll see changes for those uh, heroes coming very soon. That's it. All right. Yeah, I, I'm just going to throw it in there. I'll give Symmetra a bazooka or something. <laughs> what? Instead of this, <laughs> just give her kick-ass bazooka. It would be so awesome that that lady that kept hanging those little spotlights everywhere and just, oh, do you think it looks good here or here? That The next time she steps into the arena, she has this huge bazooka and goes, shut the fuck up, motherfucker, and then blows <laughs> a huge rocket to the group. <laughs> that would be like a, a plot twist. I would. Uh, well, I can be behind. Well, Blizzard, if you're listening, bazooka. Yeah, she just pulls out this hard light bazooka construct and then goes, from, What a lack of imagination. <laughs> I mean, I would. It's, hey, Blizzard, she's just. Not past her realm of ability. She, she's give a, her that voice line, please. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, Shuku Pixie, for that in depth view of things to come. Um, something that we did get this week and um, that kept me awake for nights and that got me all being all depressed and uh, painting black uh, mascara on my face and stuff like that <laughs> is the Lucio nerf in Capture the Flag. So it was clear that Lucio was overpowered in Capture the Flag. We posted this video on our Instagram this week that was just ridiculous. He picked up the flag. No, he ran to the flag rather in about four or five seconds on the outside of the map and picked it up and just skated back. And he took the flag in less than 15 seconds, starting at his own point. So it was clear something had to change. So what did they do? If you use your wall climb as a Lucio, you'll drop the flag, which I can understand. But as a Lucio main, I have the tendency, even with other characters, to start jumping to walls. Forgetting that I'm not play, uh, playing Lucio. <laughs> so in the heat of the moment, I'm pretty sure that I'll make plenty of uh, mistakes and just jump on the wall trying to get away. And then that flag would drop. And 
in Warcraft, just to get Warcraft in here another time, they have those same kind of rules. If you carry a flag in one of the modes, in the PvP modes, you can't use certain abilities. So you don't drop the flag if you try to use them. They're just blocked. You can't use them. So I was thinking, why don't they do go in that direction that you can't wall ride with Lucio, which uh, would make me less nervous because I don't want to be that guy that takes the flag and then drops the flag. Four seconds later, indeed, drops the flag because he started wall riding. But I think I'm one of the few people that's, that is really uh, upset by this change. I think other people are mighty happy to see this happen. Well, me personally, I have been on the receiving end of such a Lucio, which was, <laughs> I was I was playing with Fusion and we were discussing our strategy and we hadn't finished yet. And within four seconds with Lucio, well, hello there, Luce, your enemy team has got the flag. Like, wait, wait, what? What? What just happened? And you just wall right yeah. out of there like, whoosh. well, there goes our flag. I failed as a defense. So I've been doing that. Yeah, but perhaps too. it was you. I didn't really see the name. It might have been you. <laughs> but I, I do understand yeah, that. I do understand that it's a bit awkward for Lucio, especially. You're used to jumping off and down of walls, and then all it's of a sudden, bread and butter. yeah, and then all of a sudden not to be able to wall if I, or you are able to wall run, but you just completely forget that you will drop the flag and you're going at a nice speed and all of it. The enemy team has dropped the flag. Oh shucks. Mm-hmm. So Especially since last week on the podcast, I was really giving like Winston's a hard time because they <laughs> really, seriously, even after the podcast, even after the patch was out for a week, there were still Winston's trying to leap away with the flag. Yeah, but they... I was like, dude, what the fuck? And now but... I realize, well, maybe just a reflex hitting that button yeah. if you're in a, a, how do you call it? A, a pinch? Yeah, that's the one. I'm yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but it's um, lots of captured a flag when I was playing it yesterday, it was constantly enemy team, enemy team has a flag, enemy team has dropped the flag. Like the lady who says the announcements <laughs> couldn't follow fast enough for how many times it was picked up and dropped again. And it wasn't because we were killing them because we weren't that good at that match. So it was because people tend to forget that you drop the flag if you use. Yeah, and that's just my point. Why don't they yeah. just disable those abilities? Because... It's not fun for anyone if everybody keeps using abilities that drop the flag. It's just silly. Everybody's like, it's like a clumsy slapstick movie where, oh, sorry, oh, wait, but I'll take, no, wait, oh, God, oh, shit, oh, damn, I think I dropped it again. I saw this one one guy, it was uh, uh, Reinhardt, I think, I was like, he took the flag, he charged away, he dropped the flag, of course, and then... <laughs> He forgot, he did, I didn't even notice that he dropped the flag, so he ran over to our flag, like, oh, God. <laughs> and I was following him as a Lucio with the flag on my back, because I picked it up after him, and he was like, dudes, I got this, I got this. And then he looked at me, but, <laughs> no, wait you a minute, haven't. <laughs> why do you have that flag on your back? <laughs> but I guess they have their reasons. I think it may, might have something to do with, like, keeping the speed of the game and making you maybe yeah. too vulnerable i don't know but maybe they'll, they'll iterate next year i think they're done with those changes so that was a bit of a depressing moment in my week but on the whole i think it will be an okay change for everybody i just need to get over it <laughs> i will eventually uh something else that happened this week which was so funny so apparently there was this little bug on that match 
And if we were playing the devil, well, we're going to upgrade our friend demon to devil <laughs> with what we just heard. Um, in that match, and you used your bio freeze, so your ice block ability, you started floating upwards. So you just started rising, and everybody would be looking at you like, where are you going? Hell is downstairs. You need to go down, not up. Uh, a small bug, but of course, that gives uh, her certain well advantages in some situations. If you boop her off the map and she ice blocks, she just floats up. <laughs> Yes, yeah, she, she floats up and then she dis she disengages or she disables the ability and jumps on the ledge and you're like, what? I just and you're dead because <laughs> she froze you. She said anyhow and she gave you a possible <laughs> through the head. Um, I have not you, seen this personally. Yeah, I, I tested it myself. I got a lot of <laughs> messages from people and I saw it passing by, so I had to try it myself and it was yeah. It just was as described, steer? as expected. Could Can you, you what? steer while you were floating? No, no, no. So it you were static, and the, all the axes except for the for the uh, I thought it's the x axis, I guess. You're going up and yeah. really slowly. Uh, I saw <laughs> some really awesome clips of people uh, jumping into holes and coming back, like <laughs> those moments in movies when someone jumps on top of a plane and everybody's like, oh, he's going to die, and then the plane comes up. Hello, motherfucker. And then <laughs> icicle through the head. So that was fun. But I guess it will be hotfixed if it have, uh, hasn't been hotfixed. I didn't check uh, in the last few days if it was still there. And then, Jess, you can tell us something about the wheelchair. <laughs> the mystery wheelchair. Yes, the mystery of the wheelchair. Well, I think, well, we, we posted about it. And I think most of you already know. But for those who doesn't don't already know i'll just give a quick recap uh a reddit user by the name of kahare i'm not sure if i'm pronouncing this correctly i do hope so uh mentioned on reddit that uh all of a sudden on lee jung tower uh a wheelchair appeared where first there was just a normal chair now all of a sudden there was a wheelchair and of course with all the announcements we've had about hero 27 and of course because everyone is keeping such close tabs on everything that changes in Overwatch and anything that does change changes for a reason. So everybody just went completely mm -hmm. wild. Um, well, I, I, I hadn't actually noticed myself. So I went over to check whether it was true. I spent the longest 15 minutes in Overwatch ever trying to look for the wheelchair before I actually was smart enough to turn around and notice it was behind me. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like walking around on the map in the side rooms. I was like, where the hell is that? I don't see it. Are we sure everyone can see it? I was like, oh, turn around. Oh, oh, oops. Never mind. <laughs> so it's, basically. It's not like it's a small chair. No, no, I know, I know. It has these huge <laughs> wheels on it. So was it that hard <laughs> But still. Right. Um, and of course, like I said, um, what I think is rather interesting is that it's only in regular control center Lijang Tower and not on the New Year's map. If you okay. go there, you can't see it. I, I checked it. You, I, uh, when we went to the, the lunar um, map, it wasn't there. It was just a normal regular chair. So, mm -hmm. mistake? I think not. No, I think they just copied the map from last year and I forgot to update that chair. Just were like, we're not going to waste any time on that chair. 
yeah. It's like what what's really like interesting is of course all the um, you can actually find it on uh, on the link still because and the people keep on commenting and commenting and mostly like I said about Hero Twenty Seven. Um, but what's really really like funny is like one of the one of the uh, one of another Reddit user was like, uh, well I can only imagine the Overwatch developers browse Reddit laughing hearts at how we created a new hero hype over a wheelchair that has always been there. And then, like, a bit later, there was this comment by Bliss Griffin, who's, like, the community manager, says, watching you all chase your tail around these things is quite entertaining. And it's mm-hmm. like, is this a confirmation? Are they laughing at us? What the hell is going on? And I have to admit that my conspiracy lore senses are tingling yeah. quite loud. <laughs> yeah. So it's just, like, it's an interesting topic to yeah. discuss about. And everyone is doing it's, it. It's so. kind of hard to tell if... Uh, if it's uh, if it's new or it has been and it has been in there all the time because mm-hmm. well it's not a, something you you focus on when you're playing playing the game so um, I, mm-hmm. yeah you don't usually go into the side rooms basically you just go I have a point to catch or I have enemies to blow up let's focus on that yeah. well, <laughs> judging by the amount of people that I find on the payloads I'm trying to defend my teammates might be looking for that <laughs> wheelchair actually it could be the reason. <laughs> Group up on the payload, people. No, we're looking at a wheelchair. Guys, has this wheelchair always been here? I don't know why. Let me check. Let me check. And they're gone. Um. Oh. Now he, he did mention something about us that he he wasn't sure, but a lot of people have been responding and reacting that apparently the wheelchair would have been there since September. Uh, like the first sightings were in September, so it's possible that it was added during the August 29th update right after the end of the summer games. Some people claim this would be the case. Of course, there is no way of knowing, knowing, unless Blizzard would be kind enough to confirm mm-hmm. anything. Yeah. So. We can't uh, expect them to confirm anything. That would be out of their, uh, um, their yeah. usual behavior. But uh, yeah. On the other hand, it's a wheelchair that had. It might have been there for since September. Might have been there longer. The fact that in that map mm-hmm. there is a wheelchair, it's not like those assets. The people that make the assets suddenly decide from. Well, guys, we we've done all the regular chairs we can do. Um, what do you think about putting we've in a wheelchair? We've learned to make wheelchairs yeah. now. <laughs> it's not their their habit of just putting in random stuff. It might be there yeah. for a reason. Um, any mm-hmm. guess you want to do personally on who it might be? Yeah? Me? Um, well, I, I've read through Tahari's entire thread and also uh, followed up on some people who commented on that. And I have to say, I am, would kind of be with the theory that it might be Harold Winston's chair. Yeah, like the professor that would, yeah. dad for lack of a better term, the professor, because he had it also like adds a link to his entire lore theory he has built. But basically, interesting to note is that this office where the wheelchair is, uh, where there are two offices, and the other office has a picture of Monkey Winston and Harold Winston. And of course, you can imagine, why is that picture there? How did mm-hmm. that picture get there? Because, because of the whole... Well, monkey skilled or scientist kind of thingy. It's very well possible that Winston was not really welcome back at any of their science stations. 
Um, and the problem is also because a lot of people have also noticed that on the lunar colony only Harold's yeah. space not Winston is size. missing. All the other scientists. No, perhaps <laughs> Frenchists like in The Incredibles, but <laughs> uh, would be a rather large stretch. Um, but yeah, so it's basically Harold. Did Harold really die? He might have been able to escape. He might have been wounded. And it might very well be that the wheelchair would be for him. It's basic. And I'm, I'm kind of, I could see it happen. I I I can get behind that theory. Yeah, but just I don't know if he would make a great okay. hero. Well, they could put him in a, a no. some weird suit or something, or bionics mm -hmm. or. And is there any? Is it clear why he would be in a wheelchair? Did he step off the spaceship? He came back no, on the wrong on the wrong foot and broke his ankle. <laughs> like there, good. There it goes. Um, no, not really. It's like. We don't know if he was inside the, spa the station when it was attacked yeah. by oh. the specimens of the, of their tests, and it's like <clears throat> we we're not sure if they like deliberately make it his faith unknown or if it's because of this. I also also lots of people say, well, why the hell a wheelchair mm -hmm. when you have in this age where you can have augments or like if you look at Doom fists, well, fists, and you have McCree with his hand arm, and you have. Um, Anna, who could get a different eye, but who doesn't because it remind it, it's a, it's a good reminder for her. And then it's like, well, he might have um, just refused, like Anna, and he just wants to use a wheelchair. But also, yeah. like, if he needs he the it. wheelchair, why is it still there? <laughs> like, he could get an upgrade, like an, an awesome hovercraft wheelchair, which would be great. In a fight, which is really interesting, but or there might be this guy crawling around somewhere on a map on his elbows, going, "Guys, have you seen my wheelchair?" <laughs> because Great. some douche sent his wheelchair back. <laughs> the reason he might also have a weird chair wheelchair is maybe he wasn't able to get into like a like a pod to go back to Earth, so maybe he was exposed to zero g for a while, and he can't walk. And that and that really deteriorates muscles because without any kind of gravity for them to be like working, they just deteriorate and can't do anything. So that might also be a link towards why there's a wheelchair for Harold Winston. Yeah, a very scientific answer. That's really. I agree. That's going deep, a yes. deep cut. Yes, Blizzard would be proud. I think. Yeah, they might <laughs> come to you after they did my idea with the bazooka yes, for the Symmetra. Yes. Yeah, of course. So I guess we'll uh, never know, or we'll know eventually why that wheelchair is there. Maybe next time they'll replace it with a toilet, and they go, <laughs> <laughs> "Let's see what they think now." Uh, please we'll have some add some emotes that can make use of the toilet, and please, please. Oh no, God no! What are we going to say? Maybe Nick? it also uh, it might also be something for a cinematic, yeah. so yeah. it's consistent with lore. That's one so of it the might theories. not even be related to Hero 27. Yep. Oh, we, we also know that, well, Blizzard has always been very much for equality and to have, like, heroes mm -hmm. of different... Inclusion. Yeah, inclusion. So it, it might be to the next hero and then perhaps a wheelchair 
instead of the jetpack cat that everyone is like clamoring about. <laughs> Are you calling which, it? Well, yeah. The, the, which could also wheelchair be cool, cat. Wheelchair cat. It doesn't have okay. a nice enough ring to it, like jetpack cat, wheelchair cat. Might be. It they just be. might be trolling the hell out of us as well. So it's Blizzard. <laughs> it's Jeff. <laughs> Well, he's not trolling us alone. He has a huge team of people that enjoy trolling us. Okay, thank you very much, Chess, on all these insights. We'll have to wait and see, like we always say. Yes. It's uh, nice to, to uh, throw our brain at it and think what it might be, but in the end, it's Jeff and his uh, minions that will decide on what we get to see and when we get to see it. Uh, something I wanted to add. So today, we're on Friday, we're recording this. Uh, you'll hear, hear this on Saturday. The free-to-play weekend started. So if you have friends that don't play Overwatch yet, or you want to try it on another platform, like on consoles, <laughs> um, wow. you can try that for free. Savage. <laughs> you, can try it. you can try it for free uh, for this weekend till, uh, well, till Monday summer in Europe and Sunday in, um, in the US because of the hour difference and stuff. So it's the time to get in your team together and uh, get some friends to join. And and the last oh sorry. sorry. Yes. In addition, uh, if you start playing Overwatch during this free to play weekend and you decide to buy Overwatch, all your progress carries over to your Overwatch account if you decide to buy the game. And if you do decide to buy the game, or if you're like hesitant to buy the game, motivation. 50% off until the 26th of February. So if you're not in the Ching. Overwatch family yet and you're thinking of joining us, now's the chance. Join us. Join us. One of us. One of us. Yeah. One of <laughs> <Okay>. us. Okay. <laughs> if we would do that in unison, it would also, be more we have impressive. Cake, but so. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> we, yeah, tried. we tried. We tried. Uh, the last thing I wanted to say before we go to esports is um this week it was valentine so that day that one day in the year that you're going to be nice to your partner um, <laughs> and you can do it by using our uh, cards we made some special valentine cards well sugar pixie wrote some awesome poems and my my girlfriend made the cards. best poems ever yeah so uh, make sure to check them out on our website and it's never too late you know there's a, a grace period if you didn't give a valentine gift on Thursday, you still have a few days. You can make it up. Uh, it's okay. She you won't can be still mad. tell the Genji in your life you want to heal them. It's not too late. It's never too late. <laughs> you can also... <laughs> there's also still that poll for who you want to be yes. Overwatch with yes. Bay. Please let us know, because we really yeah. want to know. <laughs> Choose Bedosin. <laughs> <laughs> that has been a topic in the last few days on our internal discord kind so of. that brings us to the esports chapter where nick shines uh i'm going to just set it the stage for you this week or last week rather Yay. we saw london winning stage one of the overwatch league season one tell us nick okay so week five was absolutely wild um we started off with you know just regular matches to finish out stage one before we went into stage playoffs and when we went into stage playoffs it was three teams 
the top three teams who finished stage one. So in the one seed, it was the New York Excelsior. The two seed was the Houston Outlaws. And the three seed was the London Spitfire. So Go Houston. <laughs> so <laughs> um, New York would get a bye into the finals since they were the one seed. And then London and Houston faced off in the semifinals to see who would go against New York. And early, uh, Houston kind of just dominated, or at least the first map Houston dominated, it was Eichenwald. Mm -hmm. And they almost full-held London, but they eventually were able to cap first and before getting stopped before a second. And then Houston would just kind of roll through and get map one. But then after that, it was all London. And yeah, they, would, they really crumbled. Yeah. And London would come back and win the next three, map to move, three maps to move on to the finals against New York. And, and then in the finals, it was New York versus London. And, and then uh, New York started strong, taking the first two maps and giving themselves the path to victory to win the stage one title with ease. But after halftime, London came back and had the answer to whatever New York wanted to throw at them and completed the reverse sweep winning stage, winning the match 3-2 and winning stage one, which came with the $100,000 prize. Nice. That's some and, nice spending But New money. York didn't. <laughs> yeah. New York didn't go home empty-handed, though. They won $25,000. But it was bad. London who were the real, who got yeah, bragging rights. I didn't see that coming. I was really, I was rooting for Houston, of course. And I didn't think that um, that London would come back so strong after what we've seen in the last few games. Um, but they did. And yeah, they, they, they really took it. From a, a bit of, well, and for me then personally, a bit of the, the, the person I wasn't looking at or the team I wasn't really looking at, I was thinking, well, London might be out. And after that first uh, map, I was even more convinced that Houston was going to take this and maybe Houston was going to fumble against New York, but still they're going to make it uh, to the second place and they're going to be taking that silver medal, but it turned out totally different. Yeah, because earlier that week, London had lost to Houston. And then that same day, they had also lost to New York. So I guess they were just tired of losing. Yeah. Burning <laughs> for revenge. It's a motivation. <laughs> and they got their revenge on both they teams. They did. They did. That beat them this week. Yeah. So that was it. So we finally have our winner of, of stage one, uh, the first ever stage in the Overwatch League. Um, but the standings uh, were like. Uh, London third, Houston second, and New York first. I think those standings, so the end of stage standings are not influenced by the playoffs. So those matches are not counted. No, they're not. Yeah. No. So we'll have the start of stage two next week already. So they took a two-week break. Hype. Uh, and a hype indeed. <laughs> um, I think we... We wanted, we had hoped that it would start leveling out in one of the 
later stages, but it was clear that things started leveling out really quickly and that we can expect that second stage to be uh, a fair fight from the start. I think uh, mm -hmm. it might be an interesting uh, second stage already. A lot of the teams have been hiring new players. They have been doing uh, some, uh, yeah, there have been well transfers. I don't think there's any player that went from one team to the other yet. You're not at that, no. not at that <laughs> <Yes>. place. <Yeah>. <laughs> not that has been yeah. officially confirmed yet, mm -hmm. but there is one in the works. Is Ooh. there? Yes. Uh, um, London and Dallas are working on a trade for Rascal. I don't know who Dallas is going to be sending over, but apparently the CEO of of Immortals, which is the people who bought the mm -hmm. Dallas spot, he tweeted out that they're working out a deal with London Ooh. for Rascal. And like they're in the final stages of it. They're just waiting like, confirmation from the Overwatch League to do it. Has Rascal been... I, I don't follow London, really. I'm really happy that I know the players in Houston by now. So I'm really proud of that part. But I, I need to get to know all, all the other players. Has Rascal been very active for London in the that first stage? No, he didn't really play much at all. So So it's a benched player that is getting transferred, of course. Yeah, so but it's but the weird logic. thing is Rascal's a really good player, so it didn't make sense why he was being benched. I was wondering about it as well, to be honest. But that's in the works apparently. Yeah, it would be it, it I'm curious to see who Dallas will be sending. And I get it. Well if you get a team that is really doing great, it's um not easy for a coach or for an organization to swap out and just even if the other players yeah. are reliable it's 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 a risk you're taking so i get it why he's benched yeah, true. especially this early in the whole overwatch league thing but it will change eventually there they'll grow some balls uh, when there are more players in there in the circuit um, <laughs> and of course the dragons are recruiting for new players even if they might not make it in time for stage two with the whole... Uh, I'm still hoping that by some miracle they'll be able to make the logistics. it. But fingers crossed. You never yeah. know. They might, might. They have some time and perhaps they're keeping it under wraps I'm just as hoping well. that the visors will so. come through and it won't end like with the first iteration of the Shanghai Dragons because yes, that sucked so much. Yeah, yeah, it did. So, well, fingers yes. crossed. Because they were working yeah, on the visa thing, I think. Where are you going to say, Nick? I'm not sure. Yeah, they're. Yeah, they signed four new players: um, a DPS, a main tank, an off tank, and a flex support. I do. Um, the the biggest one being. Uh, um, Kim Gaguri Seon, hmm. who, when officially like when, there when she's able to get over with visas, her like visas and stuff, she is the first female player in all of Overwatch League. I'm pretty excited. I'm not gonna lie. This is a big step forward. Yes. I think. Yeah, I I do hope 
that Thesa thing gets worked out properly because otherwise it's just Yeah, insane. me too. If only to see your Zarya work in the Overwatch League because she is a beast on Zarya. Yes. It's insane. I can't wait to see her in action. Yeah, I'm really curious to see it because I haven't seen her play yet. So all these uh, beautiful remarks, all this love for her, it really makes me curious to see, uh, to see her in action. But um, I think Blizzard will be working hard to get it fixed somehow. This isn't the, the Overwatch uh, World Cup. So the World Cup, they had a small window to get things fixed. Uh, now they have a few weeks to try and get it sorted. Well, I think they have been working on it for several weeks because we had the rumors since two weeks back. We discussed it last week too. And it has been confirmed this week. So fingers crossed there's something in the works. It m will be good for the Dragons because it was really sad to see him struggle in Stage 1. Um, Everybody had high hopes for that team before everything started, and they didn't make it happen, but maybe in a stage two. Uh, but on the other, uh, when it comes to uh, Overwatch League news for the rest, and uh, it has been really quiet. We have had the transfers or the, the rumored transfers, the new people coming in, um, and everybody's preparing for the, the first games of next week. Something that has been going around news-wise is uh, the Overwatch slots. They're looking into adding more teams. Alonso said it last week that they're looking into European and Asian teams, and this was confirmed this week. But ESPN um, added that these new slots will, of course, be... Uh, they will cost slightly more slightly. dollars. Wow. They went up from... Slight, slightly. Slightly. <laughs> They went up from 20 to 35 million and they expect to go up to 60 million dollars for a slot in the Overwatch League. It's <laughs> insane. But Jeez. it shows that there is uh, something going on even while well, we just started. Don't think they have a huge amount of data, but I think there is trust. There is trust in the, the, the platform, there's trust in the Overwatch League. And if they are, they think they can get them sold for that price, uh, good for them. Uh, but let's just hope we get another European time. I said it last week. I'm going to repeat it this time. Blizzard, give us another European team. It's not I don't Please. that I don't like London, but it's a bit silly. All these people over here, this huge continent, and we got one yes, team please. to support. Yes. I don't know. Maybe the French team. Yeah, yeah Paris. That would be cool. Yeah, if they can bring yes, Rogue Paris. back, yes. Rogue back, and yes. just call them like. Please. I tried to find. I don't think they'd be able to bring Rogue back because all their team members are already signed, yeah. or majority of them are signed and across the Overwatch League or in or on a contenders team. True. Yeah. The dream. It's gone. Thank you, Nick. <laughs> it's a dream. Thanks, Nick. There goes <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but talking about the contenders, we've seen a lot of uh, names pop up for the contenders. Uh, London has introduced their new team. The London, uh, I'm drawing a blank on name. The British the Hurricane. British Hurricane. Uh, apparently, our, in, um, our local London residents in our crew told us that the Hurricanes used to fly besides the Spitfires during the war. So, Indeed, they do. So that's a uh, little bit of knowledge you can take home. You can have it. There you go. Our pleasure. <laughs> uh, and we've seen other teams, uh, big Overwatch League teams, um, introducing their, I think, New York introduced the team. 
Anything else you saw? Yeah, the NYXL, NYXL two. It's a bit two. Very seriously. Yeah. They couldn't think of anything better. Excel. Wow. Excel mm-hmm. two. The, that must have been the most stressful meeting ever, guys. Guys, guys, we need to think of a new name. Come on. Jesus, what are we gonna do? Wait, wait, wait. Sequels. Stop People eating that sandwich. Sequels. Stop eating that sandwich. We need a name first. How about two? Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Good thinking. <laughs> and then, and then a lot of the Overwatch League teams have their academy teams. Like, well, I guess that's what the British Hurricane and NYXL two are. They're the academy teams for the Overwatch League teams to develop talent. It so they can prep talent for when they are ready to come into Overwatch yeah, League, or when they're too young to play in the and Overwatch then, League. Yeah. And then we also see like the return of some of the bigger names from Overwatch League, from Contender Season One, like Bazooka Puppies, Envision, Kong, um, NRG, Optics, and then some of the big Apex names are coming. We're gonna see uh, Runaway, who all who actually Lonzo told me about um, a couple weeks ago about how they all got like individual offers to play in Overwatch League. But because they're all like so they're like a tight knit family, none of them wanted to play without each other. So cute. So they all so so they wanted to be either picked up as a team or not at all. So they'll be in contenders. Um the EU champions, Team Gigante is gonna be back. Yeah. And then some former rogue members are gonna be joining uh Eagle Gaming. So Knox and Nico from Rogue will be on that team. So it'll be an exciting indeed contender season two, especially with all the new teams I'm really curious, I'm wondering. Regions. So you have the Overwatch League where we have twelve slots now. Those teams are set. Let's just say that maybe by the start of season two, we'll get an extra European team, maybe an extra Asian team. So we'll expand to 14 slots. But you have the contenders with a lot of teams like uh, Team Runaway that don't want to split up. There are a lot of players in there. Is there room for those teams? Like the players on an individual basis, it's a nice platform to grow on to the next stage. And if you're in one of the teams that are uh, uh, linked to like like the, the Hurricane team, and the uh, XL2 team, there's a, a nice trajectory you can follow into the, the Overwatch League. Uh, but for the teams like Gigante, the management of those teams, they know they'll, they have a really small chance, chance rather, I don't know what chance is, but chance of growing on to, to the next level. They'll be stuck in contenders basically forever till they can cough up 60 million dollars yeah well the prize pool for contenders is 3.2 million so there's was that two (laughs) percent not even uh, yeah Yeah. something like two percent you can just you know you only need so they need to save up (laughs) 15, 15, 15 seasons you could have been. 
eventually i don't know it's it's all exciting it's all new and they want to get in a bit of that prize money but it'll always be in the the shadow of those 12 big or 14 or even 20 one day teams um i hope they can sustain like the the attraction and sustain the viability of that contenders level not only on a player level but also on the team level so that the teams keep investing and keep uh attracting those players that the other teams want to recruit out of uh, would be great to see that happen because they well or we'll end up in a situation where every overwatch league team starts making a second team so we'll get a a, a dragons <laughs> two and we'll get a shock two well, and outlaws some two. of the teams like outlaws and shock actually they already have their like nrg <laughs> who <laughs> who owns the shock they have a spot yeah. in optic gaming who owns Houston Outlaws they have a spot so i don't they have the mothership that is a uh, yeah, yeah true. so they will they probably true, won't true. have academy teams like the other ones yeah they're already in there so they don't need to uh, start a new team yeah. yeah curious to see if the little teams that are independent and that that are not linked to the huge organizations if they uh if they manage to stay in there, they can keep it interesting for those teams. Um, when are those? When is Contenders starting? Actually, it starts Sunday, March eleventh at eleven a.m. U.S. Eastern. So, is that in between stage two and three of the Overwatch League? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> Um, I think he's looking. He's, he's looking it up. Yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> stage one. No, it's it starts in the middle of stage two. Huh. Oh crap! It starts three days. It starts the Sunday after week two, week three. All right. Let me then uh, add this. If someone's listening and interested in writing for the Omnic post for the esports team, uh, we need some help with. Uh, with combining <laughs> contenders at the Overwatch League and getting everything done. Uh, we have some awesome people in the team, but they need some sleep sometimes. And Please. it would be great to, yeah. Just check our website and go to the join us link. Uh, we need some extra uh, writing power in there to help our... Hey, well, uh, at least contenders is only six weeks. <laughs> instead of... Only six instead weeks. Of four, <laughs> instead of four five-week periods... Yeah, and how many how many teams will they have uh, at the start of contenders? At the start of contenders, there is I, I don't know. There's there's too many to count. <laughs> too many to count. <laughs> so, so if two One, people two, would three, like to four, sign five, up, or even six. three. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, I'm already having a hard time remembering the names of the players in the Overwatch League. Uh, it's going to be hard, but it's something to look forward to. If they can do it, they've learned a 72. lot. Seventy-two. What? Seventy-two. Okay. Seventy-two <laughs> split across one, two, three, four, five, six, seven regions. Yeah. Okay. Right, so four or five new esports people. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's going to be an exciting time. They learned a lot from the Overwatch League when it comes to production value and the way to handle those things. I think we are in for a treat. Um, just too many treats to be healthy but we'll fix it we'll manage it <laughs> thank you very Content much overload <laughs> thank you very much for your insights nick and uh 
I just want to add one thing at the end of the podcast, uh, a slightly more serious note. Um, there was this news uh, last week where uh, Muma, the one of the outlaw players that's openly uh, gay, um, had to shut down his direct messages on his Twitter account because he was getting death threats. Um, it's a really uh, sensitive subject for a lot of people, and uh, even for a especially for some people in yeah. our crew but i just want to add like people need to to, to start behave like uh, humans again especially in this community there are a lot of awesome people there are a lot of great people i get a ton of great messages uh, i got a lot of support i see a lot of love between people everything is going great but there are some bad apples in there there are some people that need to get their head checked preferably uh, what someone does or just grow or up. Grow up, indeed. What someone does in his own life, let's call it that, the choices that they make or the things, just leave everybody for what they are and giving someone or sending someone death threats because of their sexual orientation is about the most absurd thing that I've heard in the last a thousand years, maybe. It sends us back as a society and as a community especially uh, 2000 years back doesn't matter where you come from doesn't matter what color your skin is doesn't matter what your sexual orientation is just treat each other as humans and behave seriously it's crazy mm. uh, we're living in a time that it's not uh, common sense anymore to expect that from people but I think we as a team at Omnic Post uh, will always uh, carry this flag and always give this message that we're all people and we should treat each other as people and maybe even as family because in the end we all have the same interest we all enjoy the game we all enjoy the things around the game and let's focus on that I don't know if there's someone else that wants to add something after my monologue um, just you know, live and let live, people. Love each other, respect each other, be good to each other. We've got an amazing community here. Let's keep it that way. And let's use this community to, like, you know, make gaming a more normal thing out there in society. And for esports, the same thing. Like, treat other people with respect. Uh, respect esports. Build this community up. And just, you know... Be good to each other, be nice to each other, and let's make this thing work. Indeed. Life is hard enough already without all this bullshit that we're giving Exactly. So with these... Uh, I'm not going to say... Well, inspiring. Inspiring They words. should be normal words, but... Uh, I'm going to knit an end to this podcast. Um... I would love to thank my lovely co-host for today. Um, and I'm going to ask you, if you want to pitch something, tell us briefly and really quickly, where can people find you? Uh, let's start with Sugar Pixie. Tell us. Um, you can find me on Twitter on at Miss Sugar Pixie or on Twitch at Sugar Pixie. And catch me on Tuesday where I'm streaming with my lovely brother Fusion, where we're fighting each other or fighting our way to Diamond. One day, the dream is alive. <laughs> yes, <laughs> one day. All right, Chess. Uh, well, you can find me on Twitter, I guess, at, at Chess Hatter. 
Um, I also have a Twitch channel, but I do not, as of yet, stream individually. But you can find me during our crew stream on Wednesday, being the really the chatterbox, basically. The so, noisy one. And I really look forward to seeing you guys. Yes, the noisy one. And I look forward to seeing you guys in chat. All right. And Nick? Um, follow me on Twitter, at ForksOW. I tweet about Overwatch League, my articles I write, and when I go live on Twitch. So, yeah. Which is at Forks Streams on Twitch. And, and Nick? If your internet held, holds up this week, we might expect you on Twitch on our channel. Yeah, probably. <laughs> All right, <laughs> something to look forward to. <laughs> Hopefully. Okay, make sure Overwatch is happy. <laughs> make sure to check out our website, our Instagram account, omnicpost.com, and omnicpost on Instagram, uh, Omnic Esports, uh, if you want to know more about what will be happening in the coming weeks in uh, the Overwatch League and contenders. Keep an eye on our Twitch channel. We have a huge lineup um, of different streamers on there. And start practicing because soon we'll have the first edition of the Omnic Cup um, to celebrate our first <laughs> anniversary. So I started all this thing, this huge whatever we're doing here. Uh, yeah, almost a year ago. And to celebrate that, we'll be organizing the first ever Omnic Cup tournament where you'll be playing against other people in your region 1v1. But more about that very soon, hopefully this weekend even. I uh, would love to thank you all for listening and sticking around till the end, including our, our little speech. Uh, you guys rock. Uh, you can help us out by subscribing, really. Uh, subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, on Stitcher, wherever you are listening to this. Uh, Make sure to subscribe and get updated on our new episodes and it helps us climbing that little ladder and uh, where new people can uh, enjoy or find our content and enjoy it while they're listening. Uh, a review helps too. Um, I would like to thank you again for listening and I would love to hear or see you all again next week. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.